and welcome back to another episode of Break Room Banter. It's a hairstylist adjacent podcast where each week two friends who happen to be hairstylists break down our weeks in the break room. I'm Hunter Walden, your host, joined as always by my lovely co-host, Anna Schrader. And today we have a very special guest. I'm so excited. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) So like last episode, we are starting season two. And this season, Hunter and I hope to bring everyone new people to meet that either are our clients, that are fellow hairstylists. And today we have Hannah. Hannah is a new stylist and she's very close to me because she also works in the salon that I work at and I've been working with her for quite a while and I don't want to talk about, I don't want to, I guess I don't want to give away what we're going to be talking about. I'll let her do the talking, but um, I just have to say she has been an amazing new stylist. Her skills blow me away. She's super creative, very kind. She does a great job relating to people and her consultations are like spot on and um, her communication skills are going to carry her through this industry and her skills are just as good to match her communication skills. So welcome Hannah to the break room banter. Thank you. (laughs) Wow. What an intro. (laughs) Really hyping me up. (laughs) Well, why don't we just get to it and get it rolling? Get it rolling. Yeah. Well, every week we like to start our podcast off by building a beautiful bouquet of roses. And everyone knows that you can't have roses without a few thorns. So, Hannah, this is the segment where we share one really great thing that's happened this week and then one thing that wasn't so great, which is your thorn. So, do you want to kick us off this week, Hannah? I'd love to. Awesome. Um, So, what was your rose of the week? My rose of the week was probably hanging out with my brother when he came home. That's dope. What did you guys do? We went out to dinner. First night he came home, and then we had a little birthday party for him last night. Ooh, fun. And are you going to tell everyone what birthday it was? His 22nd. Oh, I thought it was 21 for some reason. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's 21. And he turned 22. That's what it is. I remember thinking, yeah. being just surprised at how young. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's not that, but still seems. <laughs> and what about your thorn? Who? Um... my thorn having cancellations and I you know honestly there for a while I felt like that was what I wanted to say for my thorn like every single week for like a month (laughs) straight in February it was like everybody was canceling yeah there's like a season of that and I feel like now we're in it Mm -hmm. um but I also think it's more common in the beginning when you're building your clientele too i would agree yeah yeah so it happens less and less but even six seven eight years in it's still it still happens Mm -hmm. what about you anna what's your rose 
My rose is that I'm going on vacation this week. I forgot about that. It's the countdown week. Yep. And it's my birthday week too. So March 17th will be my birthday and also the day um, I fly out to Puerto Rico. So my head has been in the clouds and I think my thorn for this week, I feel like my rose and thorn always kind of go together naturally, but my thorn would be that this week seemed very long to me. Like the days were long. I think I've been working extra because of vacation and um, I'm sorry, Hannah, if I was a little grouch at work because I just felt exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying not to show it, but I felt exhausted. And um, so, yeah, I felt like I have one more day. I'm going to go to work on Tuesday and then Wednesday I'm going to prepare and pack and then Thursday I leave. So that's exciting. What about you? That's so exciting. Well, my rose is that we have finally, finally gotten my mother-in-law into her new house, which is where I am right now. This is not my house. No one else would know this, but you too. But (laughs) I packed up the podcast stuff and I was like, hey, I got to take a break at 530. So (laughs) you won't see me for a few hours. Perfect. Are you still working down there? I'm sorry, what? Are they still working? I'm for some reason I'm imagining that your office is in the second floor. Is it? It is. Yeah. They're okay. I mean, there there's people everywhere, all okay. around me. Um, all and my you. thorn is that I can hardly move. I am so sore. <laughs> I I was like this morning when we were on our way up here. I was like I told Bradley. I said even my toes are sore. Like my toes to my fingertips, everything is sore. <laughs> so that's I'm my thorn this boxes. week. Lifting boxes and furniture, <laughs> and poor Bradley brought in all of the appliances by himself. And I kept asking if I needed if if he needed help, but he was insistent on doing it. He said, "I don't know if you know how a dolly works, but only one person can really." can really do this and uh i I have chosen to be the one so ollie and you're the one caring that's why you're so sore that maybe so maybe so up all these stairs girl this house has too many stairs too many (laughs) stairs oh well good workout though yeah right i said i said maybe i will actually start going back to the gym because everything that stopped me is the soreness. And well, that's out if, of the way now. So might as well just start known, back. If you would have known, you would have been preparing and going to the gym before this. You know. Who knew it was so exhausting. Hindsight 2020. Mm-hmm. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. <laughs> oh my god. So, yeah, that was my thorn. Okay. Uh, well, he's all moved in. Yeah, it's and it's a beautiful home. I'm so happy for them. They are really excited to have all this space. So Aww. it's great that they're here. But without further ado, let's just dive right into today's episode. What do you think? Okay. Yes. <laughs> so Hannah, tell us a little bit about your journey from 
non-stylist and now you are a new stylist behind the chair. How'd you get here? Well, I started really getting into the hair and the cosmetology world in when I was a senior in high school. Um, I job shadowed at the salon that we work at now. And then I got hired as a salon assistant while I was in school. Now I'm a stylist. Can we rewind to even before you started shadowing at the salon to what inspired you? Like, what was your inspiration to dive into this awesome, crazy industry? I think it all started when I was pretty young and I always had a feeling that you know, I was really into this kind of stuff. Hair, I love to brush and braid. Um, I taught myself how to braid, and that was kind of how I got more into it, braiding and the hairstyles, and then I got into color and cutting and all that stuff. That's really cool that you like braiding because I know hairstylists that have been doing hair for like 20-plus years that can't braid. Yeah. I love braiding it. It's my favorite thing to do. Really? She's, she's really good at it too. Like I, if I have a cancellation or I finish up early, Hannah always braids my hair and <laughs> That job. must be nice. I, I get so lost in the hair whenever I, I can braid. If you want two braids down the back of your head, I got you. Hannah, do you have a <laughs> hunter in braiding? Um, well, keeping it close to don't hold your hands far down on the hair strands keep it up close to where you know you're flipping them over and stuff and when you're french braiding keeping it close to the scalp too Mm -hmm. i always have trouble like back here at the back of the head and the nape it always Mm -hmm. gets bubbly on the sides you have to like tip your head down to get it in that corner right oh okay yeah i'm gonna try it I'll tag okay. you in the picture. I'll post Tilt- it on my Instagram okay. or something. Tilt your client. <laughs> that didn't make sense. Don't tilt Girl. your head. <laughs> I'll be like pushing them down. Like, <laughs> get down there. Okay, you're going to get your neck stretches in because I'm always pushing people's heads around. <laughs> okay. So it was coloring and braiding that really got you excited. And it would do, was there a moment where you're like, I'm going to do this. This is happening. Or was there yes. was it a lot of questioning before you took the leap? Not really. Um, I think I, I knew when I was in fourth grade. Um, I actually went to the school salon at the college here. And I got my nails done. And I was like, wow, this place is really cool. Like, I, I can't imagine, you know, me loving to braid so much. I, I couldn't imagine making a living off of that. So then I started looking more into it, and um, my mom actually, she bought a mannequin head from the school so that I could practice braiding on it. That's cool. And I remember opening that up and being like, this is it. This is the time. I'm I'm never going to let this go. <laughs> Aw. Yeah. I Speaking of you saying that, opening it up, I remember getting my kit in hair school like the first day opening those mannequins out of that that box and then pulling them out of the plastic oh (laughs) 
it was like, this is it. So that's really cool. It's like, oh, we had kind of the same little moment there. Yeah. Fun. I remember getting my mannequin and being annoyed, being like, <laughs> oh, I just want to work on real people. Oh, you mean <laughs> I have to work on a doll head first? What? Yeah. <laughs> you mean I have to learn how to do a roller set before I can like put some color on somebody's head? Yes. <laughs> actually doing it, I was so relieved because you know your first client was always like, "Ooh, so scary." What? Speaking of which, what was it mm. like first client in beauty school, like in cosmetology school? What was that like for you? Oh my gosh! Well, my first client was a pedicure, so. Okay, I feel like fun. a lot of people have pedicures as their first clients. Good way to ease I mean, into their feet. Yeah. I, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, I told the girls at hair school, I was like, do not give me pedicures. I got all the pedicures <laughs> every day. I was doing a pedicure every day. That's why you have to say you'll take anything because then they'll give you everything. <laughs> uh-huh. So what? Were you nervous for that first pedicure, Hannah? What was it like? And did I, you know- I was, I was very nervous. I did not know who it was. Um, she was a really sweet lady, though. She would come in a lot, and uh, I remember she pulled up her pant leg to, you know, put her feet in the bowl, and she scratched herself, and she was a diabetic. <laughs> so she just kept bleeding out, and I was like, oh my gosh, the first blood spill happened to be me. <laughs> oh my god I didn't know what to do I just started grabbing like paper towel and cotton and just like putting it on there and then I like ran to get the triple antibiotic cream and some band-aids and I was putting it on there <laughs> it was <laughs> stressful well, like isn't there like a certain procedure put on gloves and yes you, if you put it in a baggie and then you double bake it and then you have to label the bag blood spill and then you throw yep. it away yeah. Yeah. Or you have to label it. I think it was hazardous waste or something. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then clean everything. So I was like, oh my gosh, the first one. It was it was really great. Your first great client. way to start that off. What? <laughs> That's insane. So what about your first client in the salon? Obviously you're way more prepared by this point. But was the were the nerves still there? I think I had more nerves being in that salon than the student salon. Oh. Okay. Why do you think that was? I mean, I don't know. I think a lot of it, it's just such a nice salon and I don't want to, you know, ruin any of the expectations. Keep on going. (laughs) (laughs) I want to keep the standards high. I don't want to, you know, do something to ruin that. Right. Because it is okay. a great salon and I love it there. I don't want to oh. ruin anything. Oh my gosh, Hannah, you're sweet. And I just have to say that, like, we work together as a team and um, we all remember what it was like to be new. And I think if we don't remember what it's like to be new, that's why we're we're interviewing you <laughs> because we've all been. So, and everyone understands what it's like, even like, even new clients. And that's mm-hmm. why we have. We always tell them we're like she's our newest stylist she just graduated we have full trust in her and you're gonna love her so they know with that being said you're still new so mm-hmm. there's yeah, gonna be things that you don't know and 
there's no question that's a stupid question exactly ever ever because one thing that you have a question on that you may think is a stupid question could either ruin someone's hair or you could learn from it and so could the person that you're asking the question it could be something that they've forgotten about Mm -hmm. everybody learns when a new stylist starts in the salon yeah everyone um tell us about your first client in the salon like the shampoo style one or (laughs) (laughs) i forgot so actually let's rewind because so what happened is we had hired hannah um she she started interning for us while she was in high school and um while she was in high school legally you can't like touch anyone so you're still like you clean you basically do everything you answer the phones you clean you fold laundry you the list goes on and on and on but then when she was started going to cosmetology school we hired hannah as an actual assistant so that position since she had hours um and so many hours in sanitation and learning how to clean and um, she was legally able to shampoo and style hair. So as an assistant, we had her like shampoo people's heads for us. Like if people had color on their hair and we needed them to be washed out. Can so we was- pause for just one second though? Because you said yeah. something that I think that some of our listeners are not going to understand by learning how to clean. Some people may take that as like, what do you mean learning how to clean? You wipe it off. But in cosmetology, there are 300 hours of your schooling completely dedicated to how to clean your salon up to hospital standards. So you have to learn all about the microbes, the uh, back, any bacteria. You have to know all of those things before you're able to work on clients. That's what Anna was saying about learning how to clean. It's, it's a whole... 300 hours dedicated to learning how to clean. Yes. So after you've completed that and you're in the salon, I'll let you finish. Sorry, Anna, for interrupting. She was then able to um, shampoo. So I guess the question, what was your first client in the salon like, is kind of interesting because your first client was um, washing hair for us when you were an assistant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what about the first client that when they walked out of the door, that was your name on that client? That was your billboard that walked out of the salon. I guess that's I a better it question. Was, it was a haircut. Mm-hmm. But and... can I interrupt for a second? Because it is a little bit more tricky than that. Because while she was an assistant, we hired her before she had her license. So she was already a stylist working for us before she had her license. But we just went from her just washing out our color to her then being able to do a shampoo style. So for the like couple months while she was waiting to get her license and like work with the state, she was washing and styling her hair. So that would have been like she couldn't pick up scissors or put color on hair. She was just washing and styling for like, was that about a month, Hannah? I think it was like a month and a half. Okay. Yeah. So that your first name was the shampoo styles yeah okay 
And then the, the first client after you had your license was a haircut. Yes. And you were super so nervous. tell us about that. I was nervous, yeah. What haircut I've was always... that? I think it was just a solid form. She, I'm pretty sure she had long hair, solid form. It was a younger person, so she had longer hair and everything, but did the whole process, went through everything. Super nervous. I'm always so nervous to talk to people too, <laughs> like to keep a conversation going. You're such a good job. I would never know that you were nervous talking to people. You're such a natural. Okay, good. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> she said, "My my acting skills—they're paying off." <laughs> <laughs> and I think what's great, Hannah, is that you aren't talking the whole time. You listen. So you'll ask a question and then they'll do the talking for you and you, you do a great job of listening. So when in the beginning, when I was saying how good of a con like a communicator you are, you are so good because you aren't talking the whole time. You, a lot of what you do is listen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so what was it like for you when you like were prepping for the exam? Cause I know all of us hairstylists have been through it and we'd all be lying if there wasn't a little bit of anxiety attached with that process. So what was it like for you? I think the getting ready part and like the time leading up to it was definitely the most anxious part of it all. And getting your bag ready and studying for it and the drive over. The night before I took my first test, I couldn't eat anything in the morning of I could only drink orange juice because <laughs> I felt like I was going to throw up. But then I got in the room and I started doing stuff and it was like, it, it was like all the nerves just went away and it felt so natural to me to be doing it. And I don't know. That's why I, I was very confident when I was in that room. But leading up and afterwards, it was like, oh, I was a mess. <laughs> Confidence mean that you were prepared though. So that's good. Mm hmm. Yeah. So explain to everyone what uh, what tests you had to take because in Tennessee we complete our we have fifteen hour fifteen hundred hours to complete and then we have a written exam first and then we take a practical exam which is hands on is it the same there pretty much yeah here. Um... I don't think, though, that it mattered the order that we took it because I know some of my classmates took their theory before practical and I took my practical before my theory. So <laughs> I guess that's a loose rule now. Um, but we also have 1,500 hours to do. Um, Each state is different. Some, I yeah. think, 1,800. Others have, like, 1,200. So each state is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what did you do to prepare for the exam? Since if you were super confident, that means that you were super prepared. <laughs> um, a lot of it was going over the steps and like reading the actual book of the steps we had to do and all that and the supplies. And then when I wasn't looking at that sheet of paper, I was trying to like think in my head, go back and do this and almost like act it out yeah. without having the sheet just to see if I could do it. 
Um, and I, I looked up a lot of Quizlet note cards, actually, <laughs> for the theory test. Quizlet was my jam. I, I couldn't remember all the diseases and disinfectants and all that stuff. There's so much. <laughs> and I feel um, like I'm I'm kind of laughing at like the whole steps things because like once you are in the salon, it doesn't matter. Like those steps don't matter. Yeah. Like obviously <laughs> important, like establishing a guide and a haircut. But like I think back to manicures, how everything everything was like, okay, do I soak? before or after I file or when do I push back the cuticle is it like before this or that and now it's like you just get it done and yeah. have the, oh I forgot this tool I'll be right back <laughs> I'll run <and> grab it <laughs> but you know when you're in school and when you're taking that test it's like those steps really matter mm-hmm. they do I remember I was so stressed about dropping something yeah because they, I remember, I, for some reason, that was so stressed, like pushed into my mind that if you drop something, you can't pick it up <laughs> during your test. If you pick that, if you pick that comb up, you are over. So you need to pack really? four combs. <gasps> yes. Oh yeah. Yes, but it's like, what would ever possess you to pick it up? It's like you've been drilled, like that's been drilled into your mind. Do not pick it up. But like, girl, I saw no three people gonna- drop their combs and pick it up. During, During the, the test. Yes, ma'am. Oh my gosh. But we all passed. Everybody that I took oh. the test. Did everyone they that took the t- I don't know. I was too focused on myself, but I remember hitting the hearing those combs hit the floor and seeing them pick them back up. <laughs> Did anyone do that while you were taking the test, Hannah? It was only me and one other girl. Okay. Did you have to do anything? on your test pertaining to nails yes yep we had to do a full manicure oh i guess not manicure. a full one because it's you know on a mannequin but like um, the steps nail polish off yeah massage oh put wow nail polish back on yeah. i'm so glad i didn't have to do that you had to massage the fake hand i wonder where my yes. hand is Oh, that is creepy. You think doll heads are creepy. A fake hand? <laughs> is it one of those facial? that you push the the nail into the finger? No, no. We had to put an acrylic nail to it. What? So it was like fingernailless. Yeah. That's creepy. I don't think I had to do that. I did I not didn't. put acrylic nails on my fake hand. I remember we ha- we had nail chapters and we learned how to do manicures and pedicures and then we had to perform the services, but I feel like we just kind of skipped over it because it wasn't really on the test. Hmm. Same thing with skin for us. We had to do a facial. The exam. What? Mm-hmm. How long is that exam? They're only like, you know, partial steps. So it was the facial was literally cleanse, massage, and tone. So we had to like cape and drape them and everything. Oh, wow. And like the manicure, there was only a couple steps. Like we didn't have to do anything with the cuticle or, but I think the main thing, the important stuff. Yeah, is that your, um, the sanitation is up to code. So like they're going to watch if you put a 
while you're draping. Right. Or if you put a headband over, like, under the shampoo cap thing. Things like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. See, we just uh, had to do a roller set, a perm, curls, and finger waves and pin curls. And a 90-degree haircut. And that was it. You guys really? had to do at the exam we just so well you didn't do so it maybe no <laughs> yeah we had um, to or, do finger or waves. a roller set we did a lot of finger waves in school but not at the exam but um hannah how long was the exam total like what time did you have to get there and what time were you done so the exam started at 8 30 i got there at quarter to eight mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's scheduled. The timing for it is like three hours and 10 minutes, I think. And um, both me and the other girl, we got through it pretty fast. So we got done in about two and a half hours. So. Okay. No, it wasn't bad. Awesome. And um, for the theory, like the written exam, um, what was that like? What was the, what was the part that you, you had said you had struggled with the diseases and some of the sanitation, like the names of the sanitation? Yeah. Was it multiple choice? Yeah. Yep. So I went into a room and there were four computers set up with like dividers in between them. Um, And there was another, someone else taking another test, a couple seats next to me. And I I remember I was pretty nervous about that one because the test anxiety was going crazy. <laughs> I was, I had my mouse and I was shaking my hand with the mouse going over into like clicking stuff. <laughs> and I remember I got done in, I think it was 37 minutes taking that. And we had a two hour time limit for theory. Wow. There, there were a whole bunch of information questions that you'd want to end the test and you don't want to go back. I think there were wow. three or four in a row that were like, confirming that you want to end it and the first time I hit the confirm and I was like wait no I don't want to confirm so then I went back and went through all of the questions again and then I went back and I ended it and I confirmed and passed but did you find out right away passed yeah yep it showed up on the computer right away but for the um, actual one I waited actually quite a few days but uh, it showed up on the PSI website Oh, wow. So what was that like when you found out that you had passed and that you were finally like a licensed hairstylist? Because, I mean, you said that you knew you wanted to do this by the time you were in fourth grade. You in high school started working in the salon and like you knew that you wanted this for a long time. So what was it like for you when you finally got your license? Well, when I passed the second test, um, I... I kind of like jumped up in the seat and I was like, oh, and I just like grabbed my stuff and I started walking out. because I was like, I got to call my mom. I got to tell her that I passed. And so I get on my paperwork and I go sit in the car and then I just start crying and I'm calling my mom. I'm like, mom, I passed. I did it. I passed my test. And then she starts crying and she's like, oh, I know you've waited so long for this. I'm so proud of you. Aww. It was great. That's great. <laughs> I called my mom first, too. Oh, I don't remember who I called. (laughs) Maybe it was my mom. But that's so sweet, the fact that she was so supportive. Like, she bought you your first mannequin head. And 
like I know she's been like your number one supporter through all of this so that's really really definitely um, my parents are they are so supportive I yes your parents are pretty awesome so, so I have a question uh what is it like as a new stylist in the salon, and I'm asking this because Anna works in your salon, um, how do you feel being the new stylist? Like, what are your frustrations or what's great about it or everything about it? What do you, what are your, how do you feel right now? Um, cause it's been a month. Yeah, yeah. It has been about a month. I think a lot of the things that I'm so, like, wound up on in school, they're not important in the salon. And the things that are important in the salon, it's, like, so simple. And it's not everything is so in-depth, you know? But then Uh, it's, like, I also have a lot of... I feel pressure, but not from any of the workers. You know, everyone's great. We're a great team. I I really do love it there. But I feel like from everyone else, you know, hearing that I'm so young and just right out of school, there's not a lot of faith in me. And people are kind of like, just like, all right, I guess I'll go to her. You know, she does it. All right. But it's like, I'm still getting experience. So I I really am grateful for everyone who comes to me. I really am. And you know what? They sit in your chair op- optimistic and you blow their socks off. Yes. And I will say that everyone that's left Hannah's chair has been super happy. And I like as her manager, I will look over haircuts here and there just for Hannah's sake and the client's sake. And you do a great job. Like everyone loves their haircuts. So. Period. Yes. <laughs> but I remember. So my. I was started at like a chain salon where we didn't have a manager and we didn't have anyone directing us and we didn't have that high like it was like a Walmart salon so it was totally different for me but um I there's so many ups and downs depending on where you go so it's interesting hearing this you know your side of things and as you are a new stylist then um as you're moving forward in the industry what has been something that like has surprised you pleasantly surprised you in the salon like that maybe you thought you wouldn't like and you're liking or maybe something that you're like really and like dread or something that's been a challenge I really really enjoy doing older women's hair I love talking even older men too I love talking to them and hearing about like their childhood and everything I don't know it's just so interesting to hear everyone's stories (laughs) <laughs> See, she's listening and people open up and they love talking to Hannah. There I you go. Yes, I really do. Girl, you build that weekly clientele. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about right there. <laughs> As she's already booked and people are rebooking with her. So, um, Hannah, your confidence is only going to continue to grow. And yes, you're doing a great job. On the flip side of things, what's something that you're like? Eee. Foils, highlights, and balayage. <laughs> Anything <laughs> with lightener. I, I feel so unconfident with it. 
It, it yeah. really is. That's just going to come over time and experiencing how hair lifts and opening up that foil and being like, oh, okay. It, that really comes with each foil. And, mm-hmm. and there's like so many great ways that you can blend in foils now too that are going to help you. Root smudges. <laughs> yes. Root smudges. <laughs> Girl, 1922 men's color, magic eraser. Oh, you know, I don't have the men's line, but now that you said that, Hunter, we're going to get it. Because it yeah. literally five minutes to, to, it, um, color. Yeah. And it's a, it's a progressive color. So it gets darker the longer you leave it on. So if you need it to be a little bit darker, you can leave it on a little bit longer. And, and because correct- it's a green ash base, it's really natural. Yeah. I was going to ask, I was going to add, like, I, it has a very cool undertone. So it does look natural. Mm-hmm. Well, and the point is to blend. So it's really, it. you can, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Transparent? Translucent? Translucent, yeah. Transparent would be clear, but it's mm-hmm. it's nice. It's really nice. You should try it. Thanks for that. So uh, for season two, I would like to add another segment onto our uh podcast and that is asking hannah what do you have going on is there anything that you want to plug outside of your hair or if you want to plug your instagram whatever you have what would you like to share to the to the audience i'll give i'll give my grandma shout out oh hey (laughs) what's Graham's name it's hannah with two h's on the end and janzak so H A N N A H H J A N C Z A K. Please say it. I interrupted you. <laughs> Actually, can I ask the question again? Because I thought that you said I'll give my grandma a shout out as you'll give your grandmother a shout out. <laughs> and that's why I was laughing because I thought you said my grandma. And I was like, and then you started spelling your name. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> This is the generation difference. (laughs) (laughs) I'm leaving all of this in. Everyone's going to know. Yes. Thank you, Grandma, for the support. Also, uh, say your Instagram, your Instagram handle one more time. Okay. My Instagram is Hannah, two H's on the end, Janzak. And we will have it tagged in the description below. Rock on. Rock on. (laughs) So as the last segment on the podcast, we uh, are going to do our hair myth. And today is my day to share. And the myth, are you ready for it? It is a true or false, Hannah. It's the format we're kind of stuck with so far. Um. And the myth is, true or false, dandruff signifies a dry scalp. Do you want to go first with your guess? Or do you want me to go first? You go first. Okay. No, false. Okay, and what's your answer? False, too. So, the answer is actually truth. Mm. So, it's... It says truth. Actually, the opposite. Dandruff is most commonly caused by a type of yeast that thrives in 
and oily environment. So if you're worried about washing your hair every day will be too drying and cause more flakes, go pick up a medicated shampoo and wash it like now. And medicated shampoo could be like my favorite medicated shampoo for a dry, itchy scalp with dandruff is like our derma sensitive line with Kuhn and the care line. Or if they have an oily scalp, the derma exfoliate line in the care. Yeah. So you'll know if it's actual dandruff, if it has more of like a yellowy look and it's on and it's oily. Well, dandruff comes in so many forms that it's like, and dandruff is the word that describes it as a whole. Yeah. But there's dandruff is an umbrella word. I feel like Mm -hmm. because there's oily dandruff and there's dry dandruff. Yeah. Because so many people are like, do I have dandruff? I, I, my skin is so dry and you're like, well, actually dandruff isn't on dry skin, but um, I always point them to derma sensitive because they're probably using some kind of product that has really a lot of um, fragrance, which can be very sensitive to the scalp. So, Mm -hmm. and really drying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with all of that being said, this has been another episode of break room banter. We want to thank you guys all so much for tuning in. And if you're listening on your favorite podcast app, make sure to leave us a five-star review. And if you're listening to us on YouTube, our secret word of the week is going to be in honor of our guest. You are going to comment the word or name, Hannah, with an H. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Hannah, for coming on the podcast this week. Thank Uh, you for having me. Oh, of course. I couldn't imagine a better first guest. Honestly, this was great. And uh, if you want to follow Hannah, her podcast or her Instagram will be linked below. uh, Because like Anna, she has a very difficult (laughs) Instagram handle name to say. But I'm (laughs) at Hair X Hunter. Anna, what is your Instagram? A Anna dot S H here <laughs> and our podcast instagram is at break room banter pod and until next time this has been another episode of break room banter bye, bye.